0: What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the LA Rams show up big in week one. Plus, the NFC West gets the sweep. And later, the Rams' first road test of the 2021 season. We preview Rams at Colts. Next, on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports4 Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back to Rams Showcase. I am your host, Joe Brandon but you can and should call me, Sheriff Joe Bags. I am laying out the law for you guys tonight. We got a bunch of cool stuff to get into. The LA Rams start the season 1-0, and we'll be taking on the 0-1 Colts this Sunday. And uh, that should be a good one. We'll preview it all, though, late, a little bit later on. The game previews are always brought to you by BetUS. If you guys are looking for a sports book... Promo code RAMS Showcase 125%, bonus link is in the description no matter where you can hear me. I'm doing it, it's pretty fun. RAM's by four and a half, I think you should take it, that's just my own opinion. I'm not uh, I'm not giving you professional advice here, I'll just tell you what I'm doing. I'm about to definitely hop on that one for sure. We also got to talk about this game from last week, and then uh, we got the rest of the West as well. And then we actually got a a decent chunk of Fan quesos. I would like to get to all of them. I will be watching time, but uh, I do want to get at least the good chunk of those ones in because I do have some really, really strong Fan quesos this week. So if you guys did drop those, I do appreciate it. If you guys do have Fan quesos for me, uh, make sure you guys are watching out for my post. I've been posting on Facebook as well as uh, the YouTube channel as a post where you can leave a queso, a question for myself about the Rams in their previous week, about something coming up, anything like that. I don't do fantasy advice. My only advice on your fantasy team is follow your heart, okay? Because I don't care about the individual performances. I just want to see the Rams stack some dubs. And so far, one block has been stacked in the dub column, which is what I'm all about here. So uh, just one, one little quick piece of news here that I wanted to get into before we talk about last week's game, the Rams and Bears on Sunday Night Football, I want to talk about this one because I'll be honest with you guys, it surprised me. All right, so I watch a lot of different sports content. If I'm not watching the NFL games, I'm watching NFL content. I'm watching the Pat McAfee show, Colin Cowherd, Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen. I'm watching these guys, all right? that's It's pretty normal for me throughout my day, my work day. I'm listening to these guys a lot too, and, and I like to just soak in NFL content. I try to keep keep up with the whole league, not just the LA Rams. Of course, the Rams more specifically, but I was able to catch a, a clip from Colin Cowherd this weekend. He does his herd hierarchy, which is always something I, I'm interested in. It's He always gives reasoning of why he puts teams in different places, and that's really the only reason I put any kind of attention into that at all, because most power rankings, anything like that, typically what you'll see is just placements and if this team won then they move up if this team lost they move down whatever he gives reasonings behind why the movements are there what he saw in the game why teams are ahead of different teams all that stuff so i do kind of i like to pay attention to that all right i don't take it as absolute gold but i mean he did put the la rams as his number one team in the nfl exiting week one and the reason I, I was surprised by that is because, yeah, I think the Rams played one heck of a game against the Chicago Bears. Showed very little weaknesses in that game, and Matthew Stafford looked amazing, but there were some really good teams out there this week as well, you know what I mean? So I was a little bit surprised to see it, but I guess at the same time, you could say Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they won a very close game. They had to fight with the, the Cowboys to win that game by two, and then the Chiefs also, they barely won against the Cleveland Browns, who were also a really good team, but all four NFC West teams were in that herd hierarchy. He just does the top 10. And I just thought that was pretty sweet. I thought that was pretty sweet that that he put them uh, uh, number one. I don't know if I've ever seen him put the Rams number one. Maybe in 2018, they they spent some time as as the number one seed on there, but... I thought that was kind of cool, I just wanted to share that with you guys. If you guys want to check out his video, it is available on the YouTube, as my father would say. So, let's go ahead and, uh, real fast, before we talk about this game as well, we'll talk about our giveaway. We did do a giveaway last week, all I needed from you guys was... You to answer the simple question, who do you think is going to score the first touchdown for the L.A. Rams in the 2021 season? It happened to be Van Jefferson. Not a single person picked Van Jefferson, but that's okay because there was no wrong answers because opinions are inherently not wrong. You cannot be wrong in your opinion, technically, because it's your opinion. It is true to you. So, you know, everybody. there was a lot of different answers. None said Van Jefferson, at least none that I saw picked Van Jefferson and none that I paid attention to said van jefferson but we did get some entries for our giveaway and we also did get a winner for last week's giveaway and uh, that was john and uh, his information has been forwarded out to shaw's customs oh i I forgot it again it's shaw's Shaw's customs (laughs) and so that prize pack is already being sent out and then uh we got a new one for this week we'll get my ram head hat over here and do our quick giveaway before we get into some news. So, uh, real simple, it's, to, to enter these giveaways, it's it's extremely simple. All you need to do is comment and answer whatever question I may have. And it could be any question, and you can give any answer, really. Actually, one of these answers wasn't even a Rams player, but I allowed it. I allowed it because it, we had uh, we ended last week's show talking about some heavy metal. And so that would kind of related to that. So I was here for it. And I, I added the name. It is in this this hat right here. This ram head hat with all the names from last week. So we'll get this one. Uh, let me think about as I'm doing this, what we could possibly do for another giveaway. Let me just think about it. I just kind of think This see some time here. But this week's winner of the Shaw's Customs giveaway. Let's take a look here. Take a look. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. All right. This one here. The YouTube channel Rams Superfan. You are the winner of this week's giveaway. And you guys, you will be added to our uh, winner stack that we have accumulating over here. And all I need from you, Rams Superfan, I need you to send me a message with an address to get this prize pack from Shaw's Custom sent out to you. I need that by Sunday. We'll say by the end of the Rams game. So it should be around, what is that, like 1-ish? ram time in la out in pacific time, so, so you should be able to get that by then if you guys haven't watched me by the end of the rams game then you're missing out first of all because this is a whole game preview for that game so if you're watching me after the fact you're, you're missing some good information that you could you know load into your brain tank before the game starts which would be the most ideal process so If uh, you catch this beforehand, I need you to send me that message by then, by the end of the Rams game on Sunday, Rams Superfan, and we'll get that prize pack sent out to you courtesy of Shaw's Customs. So make sure you do that. We'll get that that bad boy sent out to you. Good stuff. Congratulations to the Rams Superfan. And you know, it's a YouTube channel, guys, and I'm sure there's some pretty sick content on there. So if you guys are not already, shoot over there and subscribe hit a sub, hit some likes and stuff like that, and just share the love. Let's go ahead and talk about this last week's game, week one of the 2021 NFL season where the Rams were able to walk away 1-0 and and actually kind of handled bidness a little bit against the Chicago Bears, which was really good to see because, you know, there was a lot of hype going into this year, and it almost seemed like the, the hype was being, like, negated by some fans. Like, some fans were, like, Just like trying to cut through that hype and just be like, no, we don't know who Stafford is. Stafford never won a playoff game. And then Stafford comes in and granted, he did not yet win a playoff game, but he played pretty dang good football. All right. So and there's there's times where, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just take the opportunity to just rail on Jared Goff or anything like that. That's not what I'm about here. But there were definitely times where it felt like that if that was Jared Goff, it would have been a sack, would have been maybe a fumble, something like that. And you could just feel, and this is something that I talked about all offseason, I talked about this, that the Rams fans would be able to feel a difference at the quarterback position. And I think that that was very real. I said that we would be able to feel it in week one. The rest of the NFL would feel it a little bit later. Turns out a lot of the rest of the NFL was like, yo, that Matthew Stafford kid, he's pretty good football, all right? (laughs) He's pretty good at this game. And, I mean, kid. He's three years older than I am, so I guess I can't call him a kid. Uh, I mean no disrespect when I say kid, by the way, ever. I know I got some comments on that before. I, ne- I never mean any disrespect to that. But, Matthew Stafford comes in and he he plays some, some pretty good football. I also want to take a little bit of credit here because I had my score prediction. I locked it in at 34-13. Final score of the real game, 34-14. So, I... Only discredited the Bears just 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 a, just a skosh just a touch undersold the Bears and they were able to put up 14 points so I did not win a jersey pretty sad about it but hey it's all good because the Rams still walked away with a big fat W and you know what because this season is an exciting one we feel really good going into the 2021 season we are bringing back the game badge bring up the screen for you YouTube viewers for you audio listeners just picture. A picture of Matthew Stafford in front of a Sheriff badge. Because we are giving back game badges. We are bringing it back. In week one, I don't think there's any argument here. Game badge belongs to quarterback Matthew Stafford. In his first game as an L.A. Ram, put up 321 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He did not turn the ball over at all. Had that one sack and it kind of looked like on that one sack, he could have dumped it off to Hendo. I know that that's like something I'm sure a lot of us saw. That it's like, Henderson's right there, man. Just dump it, dump it, dump it. He he also had Cup running deep, and it was like almost open right when he was getting sacked. So I think he wanted to hit that deep ball. But, you know, so he he avoided the, the check down in hopes that he could maybe get that deep ball out there. But it ended up in a sack. So that's like the one... The one play on on Stafford that I was like, okay, he probably should have taken it. Like, just like he made the wrong decision, just take the checkdown at that point. Pressure was coming, but I'm not gonna try to discredit this guy's game at all because he had a career high in yards per attempt at 12.3, which is amazing, by the way. Some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL usually end the season about nine, pushing ten, maybe. That's a that's that's a very strong number. He also had a career high in quarterback rating with 156.1 the highest passer rating of his NFL career. He was drafted number one overall in the 2009 draft. So it's been quite a while. He comes into the Rams and week one, he's just kicking butt cheeks. All right. He played out of his mind. He played just great. And like I said, he just felt different. Like it, it feels, you could feel his experience out there. You could feel that he just had a better command of the offense. You could feel that he just, he he felt the pressure He felt when his guys were going to be open, he he just made some great plays. He knows when to back up. He knows when to step up in the pocket. He knows when to roll out. That deep pass, the first touchdown pass of his Rams career to to Van Jefferson, he did a left rollout, which is something I think we saw. We could probably count single digit times where we saw that in Detroit uh, when he was with the Lions. So, I mean, it's opening up a lot of things. And this is, this is basically me explaining again that the Matthew Stafford that we saw in Detroit is not the Matthew Stafford we will see in Los Angeles, and I think that we've already seen some evidence of that. So Matthew Stafford, he is the recipient of the first game badge of the of the season from from Rams Showcase here, and Sheriff Joe Bags gets the game badge. But also, not only that, he also wins NFC Offensive Player of the Week for his twenty uh twenty completions on his twenty six attempts. Absolutely amazing, and I'll be honest with you guys. I know there's a lot of people out there that are that are that were on the side of Stafford being like, I, I don't know, guys. He never did this. He never did this. He never like whatever. I mean, have opinions. Whatever you want to have your opinions on, it doesn't matter to me. You're allowed to have your opinions. That's uh, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong for having opinions. All I'm here to say is that why did all of those people disappear so fast? <laughs> They're all gone, man. Where did you go? Where did all those people go that were saying that Matthew Stafford sucks? He's got to prove this. He's got to prove this to you. Who the heck are you to? He needs to prove it to though. I, I don't understand that mindset. What a what a ridiculous mindset to have where it's like you know Matthew Stafford needs to prove it to me because I I can't eat these Doritos and sit on his couch watching this game without you know, without knowing that he's gonna get it done. You know I don't get it, but either way. All those people disappeared, or they're saying it was one game, LOL. I mean, is that what's just going to continue to happen? It was one season. Like, if he wins MVP, it was one season. Yeah, It was five seasons. He only won three Super Bowls. Tom Brady's got whatever. Like, is that what it's going to be? Or can we just accept that Matthew Stafford looks a lot better in this Rams offense than he ever did in Detroit? That's all. Moving on here, let's go to Justin Hollins, who I was kind of talking about last week a little bit here and there. I kind of sprinkled him in there, peppered in his name into uh, the podcast for the last couple of weeks, because I loved that the coaching staff was so high on on Justin Hollins. And you know what? He had an absolutely awesome day. Had six solo uh, uh, tackles, two assisted tackles, uh, had two sacks, and a forced fumble, which, I mean, he was all over the place, man. Justin Hollins was playing great. Seemed like almost at the end of every single play, he was right up in there. He was, he was just out there, man. I I was really cool to see. I think Justin Hollins, he was also like, he was creating space without like, obviously we know that having Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd on the, on the rush as well helps you out a lot, but it also, he was winning his one-on-ones. So I think this is, this is a guy to watch this year. This could actually be like the Rams, breakout star for the this defense because we already know the superstars we know Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are going to come in here and crush some souls we already know that but Justin Hollins he might be one of those guys where it's like oh we did not know that he was going to be that good if he can keep this up and keep getting better Justin Hollins is going to be a name that all Rams fans know most of us already know it but if you guys are 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 newish or whatever um that well first of all welcome and also justin hollins he's pretty good at football start telling your friends about him all right and david long he shows up pretty good too david long jr number 22 at cornerback he did go out with a cramp uh, but he looks to be fine everything's good to go there uh, but he had his first career interception. And that was that one tipped by, I believe it was Kenny Young that tipped that ball. And then uh, he picked it off in the end zone. And that was perfect timing because it was like the game started and the, the return was good. And then they had a good run. And it's like, oh, man, what is happened? Like, are we, did we know the game started defense? Come on. And then we get that interception from David Long, his first career pick. And I do see some more coming. And I also, like, I feel like the, the some of the Rams media... Outlets have been a little bit harsh on David Long, saying like now because of that game's like now he can step in for Troy Hill. First of all, you know what? Maybe I think everybody's overreacting to the Troy Hill loss a little bit. Troy Hill's a good football player. Troy Hill's a very good football player, and he did a lot of good things for the LA Rams. But let's not pretend like Troy Hill's not a replaceable character in this defense. All right, John Johnson, that's a much more difficult person to replace. But it looks like Jordan Fuller can be that guy. I don't think he's there at that level quite yet. But I think he can develop into that. And really, our biggest loss is Aubrey Pleasant and Joe Barry, as well as Brandon Staley. But it looks like Raheem Morris is doing a heck of a job out there. So I'm not worried about that one at all. But Aubrey Pleasant uh, coaches some DBs. And Joe Barry for the linebacker coach, obviously, he did not do that good of a job stopping Jameis Winston out for Green Bay. He's that, now their defensive coordinator. But I do anticipate him getting better. But I heard some comments about that of like, oh, now now because of his game, you know, David Long, he might be able to come in now uh for, for Troy Hill. That, that might be his replacement. What do you mean? It's been his replacement this entire time. D- David Long was just in line to be that guy. So, uh, I, I think he's now just showing kind of what he can do. And I'm, I'm here to, I'm here for it, man. David Long, time to start supporting this guy. Right. Tyler Higby on the, on the offensive side at tight end played 100% of the Rams offensive snaps. And that honestly, from a tight end, that's bananas to me. All right. I did not expect that. It's, it's one of those things you just kept seeing 89, 89, 89, 89. And I kind of thought back to it. And it was like, nah, he played all the game, like all the snaps after I, I always check out the, the snap counts after, after the game. And when, when I saw 100% next to him, it was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess that's my only fantasy advice for you guys. If you don't have Tyler Higby, maybe try to get him because he plays a lot. I mean, uh, he, he did have, what was it? Five catches, 68 yards. So he didn't, like, destroy the stat sheet or anything like that, but he played a damn good game. All right. So Tyler Higby, 100% of the Rams offensive snaps. That's absolutely awesome, and I love it. I love to see it for sure. And uh, David, David Montgomery... For the Chicago Bears, he had 108 rushing yards, which is the most rushing yards by a single person the Rams have given up in quite a while. But uh, that also, it, it makes sense. I mean, the Rams were running a very light box, and I don't know exactly what the mindset was there because David Montgomery is obviously a far more uh, a dangerous weapon than quarterback Andy Dalton. So I don't know if the Rams are like, if we're gonna lose this game, it's not gonna be because of Dalton. Like it's going to be because of Montgomery, or if they just kind of knew that, like, hey Montgomery, we're gonna give him some space, we're gonna let him kind of go, but we, but once that red zone hits, we're we're bowing up and we're not gonna let him go anywhere. And that's kind of it, it. It really felt like that was uh, the Rams, the bend but don't break. We saw that comment a lot this week, but you know it, that. I don't think that that's like a bad strategy. Of course, there are some teams that are going to be a little bit more difficult to do that with, you know, the Tampa Bay that's coming up in week three, uh, later on with teams like, like Baltimore, if you leave that much space for, for, for Lamar Jackson, that's going to be tough to, to recover from. So, I mean, with this game though, I think it's going to be one of those situations where we are, we kind of, will see different personalities for the entire scheme of the Rams defense as the season goes on. So this one, I mean, it was a very umbrella defense. Do not let them get behind you. Get everything underneath you. Just come up and make the tackle. We saw some very good tackling in this game from a lot of different players, a lot of players that I haven't necessarily been high on, but we've seen some disruption there. We also did see some missed tackles, but with you know the limited training camps and, and all the limited practices in the offseason, and then none of our starters playing in the preseason games, then it does take sometimes just a little bit to get them uh, a little bit under their their legs under them a little bit. We even saw missed tackles from Donald, and that's extremely rare. So if Aaron Donald's missing tackles, we cannot go after somebody like Taylor Rapp for missing a tackle if Aaron Donald's doing it too. We can't just, we can't just single them out. So they all need to be able to tackle, and no matter what your name is on the back of your jersey, you need to make those tackles. Uh, but, you know, Montgomery, he did a... He did a a pretty good job, but, you know, and it makes me sound like a jerk, but it's almost like with the Rams running like five-man boxes, it's almost like we let them do it. We we were like, all right, Montgomery, you're going to go ahead and you're going to have your game, but Dalton is not going to beat us, and we're going to put up way more points than you guys, so good luck trying to pass on this umbrella defense when you have no idea where the heck Jalen Ramsey's going to be at, by the way, and Aaron Donald's all over the place as well, and your left tackle, your top two left tackles go down at some point, so, yeah, I mean, that's... We kind of just let them let them do it, and I know I'm gonna sound like a jerk for that, and, and Bears fans are of course gonna be like, "Oh, excuses or whatever." Well, first of all, you guys lost by 20, so let's not say that, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that uh, David Montgomery, I mean, obviously did did a heck of a job. Let's go ahead and get into the rest of the West. Of course, the L.A. Rams defeated the Chicago Bears 34-14. The Seattle Seahawks were playing at the Indianapolis Colts, who the Rams opponents uh, will be in the same place this week. The Seahawks won that game 28-16, and this week the Seahawks will be taking on the Tennessee Titans. That game will be played in Seattle at 1.25 p.m. on CBS. So, you know, the the Arizona Cardinals did a great job against the Tennessee Titans last week, and you know, as I'm interested to see what this Seahawks defense can do to Derrick Henry. Is is Derrick Henry just does is he still just knocking some rust off? Is 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 Ryan Tannehill or uh yeah, Tannehill, is he not as good as we thought he was? Are they are they who we thought they were? You know what I mean? But uh that I mean I thought Tennessee was a really good team, but also hearing of the turnover that they have at the starting starting spots, that's a lot of players that they had. I, I wanna say it was like sixteen. It was a lot of lot of players that they have new starters at Uh, different positions so it might just take them a minute to get going and then uh, the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Detroit Lions uh, that was 41 to 33 the game was a the scoreboard is a lot closer than the game actually was if you guys watched it I know that some Rams fans had some rooting interest in it because of of players like Jared Goff and then the you know with Aubrey Pleasant on the coaching staff and Michael Brockers there as well Uh, and then you got Brad Holmes up at at their as their GM now so it's kind of there's some Rams ties there for sure uh, obviously, I mean, we kind of, it was pretty heavy off offseason storylines with uh, the, the Lions and Rams connections throughout this offseason. but, you know, it was an eight-point game, but I'll be honest, I mean, 16 of those points were given to the Lions by the 49ers at the end there, so the the Lions, I, I liked what we saw from Jared Goff, he didn't quit, but I also don't think a Dan Campbell team is going to quit like that, and I think that the 49ers, about six, seven minutes to go, They quit. They were like, oh, we won. Like We're we're beating the crap out of these guys and we're going to win this game. And then they let up and then it became a close one possession game. But I think that the score is not indicative of how that game was actually played. I think the 49ers beat up on the Lions and then just kind of gave up at the end. I don't anticipate that happening this week. They play at the Philadelphia Eagles. That game's going to be played at 10 a.m. on Fox. So same time slot as the Rams. So I don't anticipate you guys watching that one. Uh, But the Philadelphia Eagles, they were able to take it to the Atlanta Falcons last week. Jalen Hurts looked really good. I'm just still not convinced. I am not convinced. I I think that Atlanta's not a very good team, so I don't think that that looking at the win for the Philadelphia Eagles is is too big of a deal, I guess. Uh, And, you know, Jalen Hurts definitely did look good. I I, I was surprised at how Jalen Hurts looked, but I am not sold on Sirianni. I don't think he's a good coach. We'll see, I guess. I mean, I'm ready to be wrong, and that's fine with me. I'm okay with being wrong. I just see no fire in that guy. I don't I don't get it. I don't get the Sirianni anything. All right. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, the San Francisco 49ers, I think they kind of beat up on Philadelphia this week. You guys can feel free to let me know your predictions as well. And then, of course, the like we said, the uh, Arizona Cardinals did defeat the Tennessee Titans. That game was 38-13. to I didn't see that one coming. But also, I will say that I think Arizona might be a little bit better than I was giving them credit for heading into the season. So, uh, all that really does is make the NFC West even a little bit more potent. And those games that we're going to have against these NFC West teams, first one coming up in week four, second one coming up in week five, that we, you know we're going to see some really good stuff coming up. And we're going to get some good games. When the NFC West plays the NFC West, that's going to be some good football to watch. But uh they they were able to take it to them and you know Derrick Henry had a had a rough day they just seemed to Arizona was just all over him really i mean it was just a good day for the Arizona Cardinals bad day for the Tennessee Titans uh the Arizona Cardinals will host the Minnesota Vikings so their home opener San Francisco has yet to play at home they won't this weekend but the Arizona Cardinals will host the Minnesota Vikings that game will be played at 1:05 p.m. on Fox we will be sharing the distribution map here after uh, this break into the, the game preview. And I may give colors for that one. I'm not sure if I have them. But I do know that the Rams are in the green. <laughs> and uh, you guys can also check the Rams showcase social media pages for that distribution map as well. But we'll just have it on the screen here if you just give me just a minute. But, you know, Minnesota, I don't think is, I think that they are, uh, I, I just don't know if they're that good of a team this year, you know? So I, I think that the Arizona Cardinals are in a good spot to, to walk away two and O. And honestly, I mean, I mean, we got Tennessee, Philadelphia, Minnesota, and, and Indianapolis as the NFC West opponents. I, I think that this is a, an eight, no kind of situation at the end of week two for the NFC West. So, I, I, you know, feel free to let me know your predictions below as well, but I think that uh, all four NFC West teams are better than the opponents they're playing this week. So make sure you guys drop your predictions here, but you know what? I'm going to go and hop into a quick break here. And on the other side, we got the game preview Rams at Colts. Don't go anywhere. So we got the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts this week. But first, I need to tell you guys about BetUS, which is exactly where you need to be going. You can pull out your phone and be doing this, BetUS.com, B-E-T-U-S.com. The NFL season is here, and if you are looking for a sports book, you want to put some, some dollar bills on the L.A. Rams to get some dubs, so BetUS is exactly where you need to be. Promo code is Rams Showcase. And you can put that in while you're depositing your cash there, and you get a 125% bonus. That's right, 125% bonus. If you guys are using crypto, you can use promo code Ram Showcase 200 get a 200% bonus. NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, golf, all of it, all right? It's good stuff. You can do the live betting, too. You can get the parlays going, which is always what I'm about. I'm about the parlays, trying to string some things together and make them big bucks, all right? So just looking at here right now, going through my profile here, because I am, of course, signed up with BetUS. Rams, for the first touchdown, for the first scoring play of the, of the the day, is plus 135. Rams field goal, plus 300. That's some good stuff right there. If I like either of those. I feel pretty good about, all right? Because this Rams defense, pretty freaking strong, all right? Rams offense, also pretty awesome. So make sure you guys head over there. Link will be in the description below. You also get a bonus on uh, the casino games as well, which is... Really cool stuff. If you guys are all about that, uh, the the gambling, putting the money where the mouth is, BetUS is exactly where you need to go. So you follow my lead, Sheriff Joe Baggs over here. Get out your phone. Go to BetUS.com. That's B-E-T-U-S.com. Get, a no, get involved with a sportsbook known for its integrity and longevity like I did. You bet, you win. You get paid. BetUS. If that is not what you're about here, you're more of a daily fantasy kind of guy, then... We got good news for you too because Thrive Fantasy they use the prop bets for for the the points totaling up, and that's awesome stuff. Because fantasy football, I'm not about fantasy football, all right. But prop bets, I can get into that, all right. I can get into the prop bets. Is is Robert Woods going to go over over under 77? I, I you tell me, all right. Depending on how those odds are, there will be a point total based on that, and then you select the the ten of the top twenty. Uh, uh, available players, and then each prop is assigned a fantasy value for the over and under, depending on how likely it is to happen, and uh, you can get your uh, you just rack up those points that way, and then you can also get uh, you get your first deposit matched up to 100%, so if you put in or up to $100, 100% uh, match on that, so if you put in 50 bucks, boom, you got $100 in there you put in $100, boom, you got $200 in there, and you guys can get started promo code is Ram Showcase link all, as well in the description below and you can download the app through the app store or the Play Store. You can go to ThriveFantasy.com, sign up, and prop up today. And that one's that one's really cool. We're gonna get some uh, I'm hearing some rumblings. And we're gonna get some cool Rams-related stuff going on that here uh, shortly. So I, I just need you guys to go there, go do the thing, and then we can we can battle it out. All right, if you guys want to battle me out. Uh, with these in Thrive Fantasy, let me know and let's do this, man. Let's do this. All right, but well, let's talk about this game that we have on Sunday. This is gonna be some good stuff. We got the L.A. Rams who sit at one and zero at the Indianapolis Colts who did lose to the Seattle Seahawks, so they sit at zero and one. This game will be played at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Fox. The distribution map is up on your screen for you, video viewers there. Uh, the Rams will be shown in the green areas, so kind of sporadic, kind of all over the place. And keep in mind that this distribution map can be changed and altered slightly as the week goes on, depending on a couple of different things. Me out here in Colorado, we get TB on TV, and that's uh, Tampa Bay or Tom Brady, depending on how you want to uh, translate TB. But that will be on my screen out here, so I will be at the bar listening to Kenny, Albert, and Jonathan Vilma, who will be on the call for this one. But that game, again, on Fox at 10 o'clock Pacific time. That's 11 o'clock Joe time, 1 o'clock for you guys way out there on the east side of the country. But uh, let's take a look at some game notes here. The Colts did lose last week to the Seattle Seahawks, 28-16. Carson Wentz went 25-38. of 38. 215 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, did have uh he did get sacked three times, did lose a fumble. Jonathan Taylor at running back had 17 carries for 56 yards, no tuddies, and had also six receptions for 60 yards. So that's actually, you know what that plays into their game plan against the Rams. If the Rams are going to run a similar style defense to what they did last week, that Jonathan Taylor might be might be biting us a little bit here in the butt cuz you know, giving up that that much room here, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty shifty guy. They also got running backs. I mean, I, I've I've been a, a fan of Naheem Hines for a while. They really like him out there. He's not necessarily like this huge name guy, but I really like the way that he plays. But they've got running backs here that will do a good job if we allow them to. So if we treat them like we treated the Chicago Bears, there could be some space for Taylor to get out there and make some moves and maybe maybe break some ankles here maybe not though all right because the Rams defense is also extremely strong but that uh what is that the 60 plus 56 here so that's like what 116 yards I mean that's pretty solid for 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 him his, his first game so that's definitely something to keep an eye on there and if the Rams defense like I said if they play that same style as they played against the Chicago Bears Jonathan Taylor might give us a little bit of trouble, so that's something to watch out for. What the Rams will not need to watch out for is wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, as he is, of course, still on IR. You can't just come back after one week, so the Rams will not see him. That, I think, will allow for us to continue to utilize cornerback Jalen Ramsey, how we saw him utilized in week one, which is exactly what we expected to see. Him just kind of moving all over the place. He's coming in on blitzes. He played an amazing game too i mean he was all over the place he was strong he was uh making some great tackles out there pushing through offensive linemen it, it was it was awesome stuff to see for sure but he's not gonna need to shadow ty hilton as he will not be there but you know paris campbell's very good uh pittman's very good uh they've got uh who was the one that scored the the touchdowns there? Pascal. Uh, he scored two touchdowns he caught both of Carson Wentz's touchdown passes so I mean the Rams still definitely do have some coverage they need to worry about out here but T.Y. of course I mean he's a great player in this NFL so him not being out there I mean it doesn't hurt my feelings at all let's take a look at the matchup of this one we'll start with the Rams offense versus the Colts defense here and as you can see on your screen the Rams offense I mean, definitely, I could have put up a little bit more, especially on the ground game there. Only 74 rushing yards. Did a great job through the air. But that that 74 yards on the ground is definitely pulling down their average. They're, uh, they're below the average NFL team, or at least in the bottom half right now, in terms of offense. But fifth in points, that's absolutely huge. And then the Colts' defense did look pretty decent against the the past they uh, they only get gave up 241 to the Seattle Seahawks they ranked 13th there 14th in total def, or yeah total defense there so they're a little bit higher than with the Rams rank there uh but they did give up a lot of running yards so you see that 140 on your screen that is something that I think that the Rams could exploit especially this week it it kind of just felt like the Rams I mean, Sean McVay talked about it that, that it's just the way the game was flowing that it didn't work out to get the ground game going early on, and I I kind of agree with that. It didn't really feel like at any point in like the first half that it's like if we don't get this ground game going, we're not going to do good, man. Like it just it felt fine, we felt okay. Of course, you do want to see more ground like you want to see more ground yards especially early on you want to be able to open that up for the second half but I think the way that it worked out with the with the Rams is everybody kind of seemed to settle down a little bit that run blocking seemed a little bit chaotic in the first half everybody seemed to settle down and then we're really able to get the ground game going in the fourth quarter which was I mean fine because we were able to close out the game that way Daryl Henderson was running real strong though had some 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 good moves out there and so, uh, but with the, the Colts defense giving up the 140, I think that that is something that the Rams could be able to try to implement a little bit earlier in the in the game plan. And we also did hear from McVay that he does want to get Michelle a little bit more carries than he did last week. And he also wants to get Jake Funk some, some offensive playing time as well. So that's something to keep an eye on. The questions that we have for this, for this matchup, Rams offense versus Colts defense, is, is it can can the Rams get the ground game going? That is the ultimate question here. We need to get see that earlier on. Of course, it worked out. The Rams won the game by 20 points, but we would like to see that earlier on and open that up because in a situation, I mean, we play the Bears who are not known for their firepower. So we're going to have games where we're going to need that those fourth quarter scores. And if they the other team is just knowing that we're going to pass it and they like we, we have no run threat at all. That could be a problem. There's some really good teams on the Rams' schedule coming up here, and need to be able to do that. And then, how will Stafford follow up his Week One performance, winner of the game badge, as well as uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week? So, uh, that's some some really good stuff there. But I mean, will he be able to keep that going? The the Colts' defense, I thought. I mean, th- I thought that they were going to play a little bit better against the Seahawks. Seahawks, of course, do have some good weapons there, and, and Russell Wilson's a very very talented player. So. Uh, that I mean, the the Colts defense did surprise me just just a little bit there with uh you know Darius Darius Leonard, awesome player. So you know I will I'm curious to see is staff are going to keep that up? Is is the Colts defense going to look better than they did in week one? We'll have to wait and see. Let's go to the other side of the football here. This is the Colts offense versus the Rams defense. Rams starting the season with a top ten defense, giving up the three fifty in total yards the Colts offense ranks 22nd the Rams pass defense looking awesome but of course I'm not gonna put too much in stopping Andy Dalton with the Chicago Bears that's not necessarily going against Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in those guys so uh, we'll watch that one as it continues but Colts offense with Carson Wentz didn't necessarily put up a whole lot of passing yards and then on the ground of course the Rams did give up 134 so that is something that that we'll be watching closely will that rams defense run defense will that be changing at all and then giving up just the 14 points the colts only put up the 16 so all signs point to this game really should be like a 15 to what uh 31 victory for the rams if you're looking at just averages but that's also averages on one game so it's it's not real averages yet we don't 100 know so the questions that we're asking for this one will the rams defense step up some more we need to see it we need to be able to uh to to not just let teams run on us even though it did look like we that's what we just let them do the chicago bears that is and then uh how will the rams pressure carson wentz what are they going to do to mix that up a little bit because carson wentz he is a guy that is almost similar to jared goff in that sense that if you can get some pressure on him if you can get to him you can create fumbles all right, so that is something I'm going to be looking out for. This offensive line though for the for the Colts much better than the the Bears offensive line. Quentin Nelson, I mean obviously we we've heard the stories in the offseason that he was having that surgery and stuff like that he's good to go. He is going to be out there. And we will see him against Aaron Donald. So, you know one of the better offensive linemen in Nelson going against probably the best defender in the NFL, uh, according to a lot of sources that is the case that uh, they'll be going head head to head pretty often here. So that's going to be fun, man. It's going to be really fun to watch to see not only Aaron Donald go against a really strong offensive line, but also this Rams secondary, Jalen Ramsey and company going against some some really talented wide receivers, even without T.Y. Hilton back there. Let's take a look back at the three to see that we had last week. Jalen Ramsey Led the team in tackles with nine total and was all over the place. Played real strong, played super physical, looked like he was ready to hit people. He was ready to tackle. He was playing some great ball. So Jalen Ramsey did an amazing job in week one. Aaron Donald, I don't want to call it rust, but there was definitely some uh, some sacks that were left off the table, or left off the, left off the, the stat sheet, I should say, and uh, a couple of tackles as well. Mainly just one that I'm thinking of. Uh, it was a touchdown uh, for the for the Bears. And then uh, he was able to pull off that sack late, and it almost looked like he was getting stronger as the game went on. I don't know if he was getting stronger as the game went on or if the Bears were getting more tired as the game went on because both of those things do factor in. That's why that endurance, be the, the the stamina to, to make it through the full game is such a big deal because other guys maybe not are, uh, are, are not up there as far as that goes, that endurance, that stamina goes. So you, that's really in the fourth quarter if you can still be good then that's when you can create an impact. And then our final one for the three to see last week was Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Cup had seven catches for 108 yards and a touchdown. Woods had three catches for 27 yards and a touchdown, so a lot less yards for Woods. But his touchdown was super crispy, guys. That toe tap was nice. Stafford was getting everybody involved. Jefferson's two catches were huge, but you could already tell that the confidence uh, that Stafford has has in both Cup and Woods is very real, and also Higby, for that matter. I mean, I don't want to leave out Tyler Higby here, but uh, you could tell that the, the comfort level is already there, but also it is it seems to be, I mean, Van Jefferson might be somebody that we actually see a lot this year. Last year, we kept hearing it, Van Jefferson, Van Jefferson, Van Jefferson, but we barely saw him out there, so this year it does look like that's going to be the case. Tutu Atwell, like I said, barely got any snaps out there, so I do anticipate that kind of being the trend, at least at least for like probably the first half of the season, we probably won't see a lot of 2 2 back there. Let's so take a look at the three to see for the Rams at the Colts, though. We're putting Jalen Ramsey back on this list because he played that freaking well. Jalen Ramsey had an awesome week one with T.Y. Hilton being out. We should see a similar situation in week two than we did in week one, where we just see him all over the place, different roles, playing outside, playing inside, coming in on blitzes, all that stuff. We should see it again. And, uh, you know, he's also had one game of playing in this this expanded role. So I do th- think that in time, I mean, he just—the way that humans work is you just—the more you do something, the more comfortable you get with it and the better you get at it. The less you have to think about stuff. And this is the first time that Jalen Ramsey's been doing this kind of uh, role in his NFL career. So I only think he's going to get better. And I think that Jalen Ramsey is kind of proving right now he is one of the better defenders in the NFL— uh, based on even just that week one and, and the presence that he was able to have on some of those tackles and, and and his his impact was was definitely felt even that first that Justin Fields catch the the his very first pass that that got completed I mean Ramsey picked the dude up and had him up for a while and then threw him to the ground and stuff so I mean Jalen played really really strong last week next one here I'm going to go with Daryl Henderson Hendo Didn't get it going until late in the game in Week One, but with this Colts' defense, we will likely need to get the run game going early on to ease that pass rush. The Colts do have a pretty strong pass rush; uh, they've they've got some players there uh, on the front seven there that can that can make an impact on this uh, on Matthew Stafford. Hendo was looking strong at the end, but uh, that first half was pretty rough. Honestly, Uh, I do expect to see more of a ground attack in the first half this week. I do anticipate that being a little bit of a point of emphasis of Getting the ground game going, even if it's not necessarily working, still going to it. Daryl Henderson there for a little bit had a under one yard average, so uh, and then was able to break it out really in the in the second half. And then my final one in the three to see is going to be Justin Hollins. Hollins popped in week one, had an awesome game, uh, and was in the conversation for week one game badge. I'll be honest, I almost put him in there, but I couldn't pass up going to Matthew Stafford just the game that he had and. Uh, the excitement that he kind of brought in with his first start as a Ram, I, I I had to go with with him, of course. But I I do I get a feeling that Hollins might walk away with at least one game badge this season. Two sacks, eight total tackles last week, and didn't appear that he was just the beneficiary of having Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. He looked like he was kicking butt cheeks no matter who was next to him. All right, he was still. He was winning his one-on-ones. It wasn't just like he was getting blown off because people were trying to block Donald and Floyd. He was winning his battles, and that's something you want to see. So that is going to be your game preview, the Colts at the Rams. Feel free to drop some comments about it. If you guys have have uh, questions, and they're, they're not necessarily Quesos, let's just have a conversation in the comment section, man. I'm here for it. Let's do some good stuff, and then uh, we'll also be going live again on... Um, uh, on on uh, youtube and facebook we were able to figure that out <laughs> how to do it uh through my cell phone and uh, so we'll be doing that again as well we we'll just kind of hang out kick it talk some rams ball heading up to the game and uh yeah this will be an early game too so i know for you guys out there in la it'll be like probably probably about 9 15 9 30 that we'll hop on there so come and join me man talk some rams ball uh, but let's go ahead and hop into some fan casos we do have a good chunk of them here. We do have, like I said, we got a bunch of fan cases, so let's go ahead and hop into them. I'm going to pull them up here for you guys. All right, this first one here comes from Cody. How many points do we blow out the Colts by? You know, the, the line in this game is is about that four, four and a half. I think that we cover that, so um, I, I'm i feeling a good double-digit win here for the Rams. I, I think that the Rams are a better, better team than the Seahawks. And I think the Seahawks were just so efficient against the Colts. They didn't really have an answer for it. So I think that the Rams' offensive line is better. And uh, I, I I just like what we're able to, I like the Rams, okay? <laughs> I like the Rams in the NFC West. I think that we're the one of the probably the best team in the division right now. It, pretty explosive. So I think that we'll be able to do that efficiency like Seattle did, but I also think we'll have those pop plays as well. Uh one here comes from Jason. What percentage of the playbook do you think we showed on Sunday? Uh, not a lot. I mean, we didn't see, we didn't see like the jet sweep stuff. Um, we just saw it kind of stretched out a little bit more than we did last, last year. I mean, if I had to give a percentage of our actual playbook that we saw, probably like 10%. I mean, it's, uh, the playbook is, is expansive. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different moving pieces that go into it. In one game, you're never going to see a hundred percent of a playbook. That would be insane. But, yeah i I think we saw a little bit more of what the Rams are going to want to be doing this season, which is stretching the field, but I also we didn't we didn't try to hit it horizontal like we have in the past of trying to to create that that space and then using that space to cut up. you know we just kind of were we're launching it around and, and letting letting Stafford do his thing. Gary's question, how many snaps does Sony get this week? I think that he sits a little bit closer to that 7, 8, 9 range. I don't know if he hits the double digits, but I do think we try to ease him in there a little bit more. And I do think he gets he gets uh, in there uh, a little bit more f- the, for Henderson than he did last week. The, the percentages were pretty skewed. I want to say that Henderson was like 94%. I don't have it at the top of my brain here, but yeah, he was, he was definitely high up there and, and Michelle, I think we'll start to, as the season goes on, like I think we'll see more and more carries for him as the season goes on and then we'll see it plateau. And that'll be like, when we know this is where he's at, like this is, this is how many times we want to use Sony Michelle in a game. And I think we see Jake Funk as well in this one. Uh, From Jason again, uh, with Indy having a better O-line than the Bears, do you think we'll strug- struggle getting pressure? You know, yeah, that's a good point, uh, that they do have a better offensive line than the Chicago Bears. But also, I mean, I feel like that game was a good one to to knock off some rust a little bit. I think that the Rams were, well, we could, we could see that there was a little bit of struggles there. Even you could see in Aaron Donald, there was a couple times where he had some trouble getting off some blocks. So uh, for, for that reason, I think that, that, yeah, we're playing a better offensive line, but we're also getting that rust off a little bit, getting a little bit into the groove here. And I do think that the Rams will be able to get some pressure, especially on Carson Wentz. Who seems to be not the perfect guy to have in your backfield when you're trying to not give up too many sacks? I mean, he kind of takes sacks, so I think we'll be we'll be able to generate that pressure. Jason's next question for my fantasy team: Should I play Henderson? Just kidding. (laughs) Follow your heart, bro. Follow your heart. But sure, play him. Uh, How do you think the O line played? I was worried about our running uh, game for over three quarters. Yeah, it, it looked a little sloppy for those first three quarters. But overall, uh, the pass game, the pass blocking for those Rams offensive line looked awesome. I think they did such a good job. And, you know, did give up the one sack there. But, I mean, looking at that that play over again, you could tell um, Stafford probably could have hit Henderson on that one. So it didn't necessarily need to be a sack. So hard to put that one all on the offensive line. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily worried about our offensive line. It's still one of the better ones in the NFL. I think that that's another situation and, and I hate to like give the excuse but you know I mean the Rams got to get it going early on so that's all. Uh next one here from Jesse, what do you think about the the game plan for Ramsey being sort of a hybrid cornerback? You know, I kind of like it. I I think he was able to generate some really nice pressure and the way that he was able to to impact the plays, I mean, and I like it too because the quarterback has to find him every every play, you know? So I that's a that's a plus when when the quarterback's out there and he's like, I I gotta find Jalen, you know what I mean? That's that that's a that's a benefit for the Rams when when you have two guys on the defense where that's initially you come up to the line and the quarterback needs to spot them. So no, I like it a lot actually, man. Uh next one here is from Stevie. What do you think about our run defense? I'm a little worried. You know, I'm I wanna be worried because we did give up a lot of running yards, but it doesn't feel like we tried to stop the run. Like, it just doesn't feel like, like... There's times where we're sitting with a five-man box, six-man box. We're basically just letting them know, hey, if you guys want to run the football, you can. Just don't throw it on us, okay? That's So, I mean, I'm not going to be worried about our run defense until this becomes a trend, and I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's something that's going to continue. Lance, uh, the Herd has ranked the Rams as number one going into week two. Do you feel this is accurate? Will they continue to win? Do I feel it's accurate? I mean, the Rams are one of the better teams in the NFL. Are they the best? Uh, maybe. I mean, the, the biggest question mark is, is, is Matthew Stafford going to be that guy? And so far, yeah, he is. So, I mean, hard to disagree with it. The Rams played a heck of a game. You know, they did give up a lot of running yards. But again, they didn't really try to stop the run. I mean, that, that sounds like a an excuse or something like that. But, I mean, the Rams, I mean, they didn't. They, they weren't stacking it up and just saying, like, Montgomery's not beating us. So, yeah, will they continue to win? I mean, this week got the Colts, next week got the Bucks. After that, I believe it's the Cardinals, or is it the Seahawks? And then it's, I think it might be Cardinals-Seahawks after that. So, uh, we were talking about it on the NFC West Roundtable. If you guys want to check that out, link will be in the description below. Uh, so, make sure you guys check that out. But, yeah, well, I th- will they continue to win? Of course, bro. Duh. Dumb question. <laughs> next one here comes from ryan i remember you saying that you didn't care for rap do you think he played better this past game yeah i do i he did play a lot better than i've seen him play uh in in week one but uh, i'm not ready to say that i was wrong about rap or anything like that i do want to see him continue to get better he's still in my opinion like he's just that he's he's very good I well he's good he's a good player I want to see him bump that up a little bit. I thought that he would be better by now, and I think that that's my gripe, is that I thought that he would progress a little bit faster, and I just just haven't really seen it that much. But yeah, he did play a solid game in week one, and I would like to see that continue. Actually, guys, give me just one second here. I'm going to go do something real fast. I'll be right back. Thanks for holding. Next question here comes from Cody. How loud do I have to yell at the game on Sunday to give a Rams a home field advantage? Um... I mean, probably pretty loud, but I also know there's a lot of Rams fans going to this game and I I've, I keep seeing the posts about Rams fans that are like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be here. Who's going and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, man, I think that the Rams will have a presence there. I think that it'll be felt a little bit. I don't know how much, but you know, just keep yelling, man. If you yell Sheriff Joe bags, maybe I'll be able to hear you, man. Next one here comes from Nick thoughts on Henderson and the Rams running game. I'm not not concerned yet. I mean, it's it's one game. And like Sean McVay said, it just wasn't really going with the game flow uh, to get it going in the first half. But we did see it really kick off in the in in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. We really saw it get going. So I'm not ready to say that. I mean, the Rams run game is weak or anything like that yet, because we ultimately just just don't know yet. Um. But I, I think Henderson is is going to continue to to build on that performance and, and I think that we see him continue to get better as these next couple games roll out because um, you know I mean it's it's always tough when, when you haven't seen any game action and you're just thrown into it. It's it's always tough. Next one here from Ben, do the Rams have a home field advantage? Yes. Yes they do. Which is awesome because I mean I think it was Rich Eisen that said this is the most of a of a Rams home field advantage that the la rams have ever had and that's i mean that's going back to before st louis and stuff like that that like that this is now a true home field advantage that the rams have and it's unlike anything that they've had in the past so hey man that's pretty sweet um can't wait for december 5th jaguars at rams i'll be there part of that home field advantage helping our boys bring back the dub uh, next Nick's question here is uh, why do you call them Quesos? what's the story behind that yeah quick version of the story man is uh we had uh one of my hardcore listeners who actually followed me when I was just writing about the Rams on truelovesports.com and uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Swanson and he he was one of my biggest supporters great dude and uh, he when I started the the podcast and I was doing fan questions he would always ask me a random question of you know what's this player's favorite cheese what's Todd Gurley's favorite cheese what's uh you know what's what's Aaron Donald's favorite cheese what's Johnny Hecker's favorite cheese Jeff Fisher stuff like that and uh I would just answer those questions and then uh unfortunately I mean I don't I will not give details but unfortunately uh Kyle is no longer with us and so I felt like because he was such a hardcore supporter of mine uh I don't think I've seen anybody that supported my content like he ever did um, and I'm not saying that there's, there's not supporters out there cause I do love you guys from the bottom of my heart, but what, what Kyle, how he supported me. I mean, it was, it was great, man. He, um, it's almost like he worked for a Rams showcase or something like that. that's how much he like promoted and stuff like that. It was just really, really cool. So, you know, after, after he passed away, I wanted to try to find some kind of way to honor him. I didn't know how to do it. So, uh, he, him being a massive Rams fan, uh, like myself and, and him asking those, those cheese questions I was like, well, what can I do? So I changed the name of the fan questions to fan quesos because it does start with that Q U E. Well, Q U E S, I guess, is what it starts with. But yes, that's kind of that's the that's the genesis of the name of fan quesos. i will always be in honor of Kyle, who was uh, definitely my biggest supporter at the beginning of all this. I think he was he was, he had to be my first play on my very first podcast. I don't see why he wouldn't have been. He was uh, such a big supporter. Always had my back on everything. Uh, so yeah, man, it goes, uh, it's, it's for Kyle. That's why we call it the fan Casos and, uh, definitely know that, uh, that he's watching those games from wherever he is at and, uh, definitely still supporting the, the LA Rams. And, and i like to think that he's watching them with me because, uh, yeah, man, Kyle, Kyle was awesome, man. Next one here, from Jeff. Uh, why do you think they had cut back there on punts? I know it was only one, but he can't be our first choice for that role. I don't know if he's the first choice or not, but... I mean, he's a good player, and I, I don't like seeing him back there myself, but why do I think he's back there? It's because we know he can do it. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is an option there, but his injury history kind of is worrisome. Uh, Tutu, I think, will eventually take over that role. I do think it's because he's a rookie that he's not there yet. Uh, next one here from Jeff as well. Uh, what do you think the, the chance will be that all four teams in the NFC West will be undefeated going into week four? Week 4, we do see two NFC West versus NFC West matchups, so we're going to get some losses in Week 4, but, you know, uh, actually, let me see, let me pull up the schedule real fast for for Week 3, because we do know the Week 2 schedule already, and I have already selected the entire NFC West to be winning in Week 2, but in Week 3, the LA Rams do host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That will be a tough game. Of course, the, the Buccaneers are a very good team right now. The Arizona Cardinals are at the Jacksonville Jaguars. That could be a win. The Seattle Seahawks are at the Minnesota Vikings. I am not sold on the Vikings at all this year. And then the 49ers on Sunday night football hosting the Green Bay Packers in what will be the 49ers home opener. So that's going to be a tough game. Don't put too much into week one, How that, how that went for the Green Bay Packers. They're still a heck of a football team. They're going to come back around. They're going to be fine. I think that the Saints just kind of caught them on one of those days. It just kind of felt like that because the Saints, the way that those Saints played the Packers, it didn't look like they were necessarily just like all over them, unstoppable, anything like that. So I'm not completely sold that uh, that that the Packers are just done now after that one. So let's see here. Next one's here coming from the YouTube channel. This one comes from Dominic. Uh, how many yards does Stafford have this year? You know what? you know he hit the, the 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 3 what was the official number here 321 that's right uh for uh, for week 1 so i mean he's on pace to do a pretty good job i think that he could be the rams franchise first ever 5k passer i think that that could be a real thing i would like to i i've been saying like the 4970 is really like the range that i've put him at but i think he can hit that 5k Next one here is going to come from Rams House. Uh, do you like the defensive scheme that we have this year? I know that the Rams are begging the opposing side to run. This way, we beg them to run, and we don't give up the explosive play. But I feel like the tires, uh, this tires out our defense uh, for staying on the field long. Thoughts? No, I th- I don't know if that's just how we play defense. I think that we'll see the the personality of the Rams defense alter depending on who the opponent is so i think that that will be important i think that we just made it clear that andy dalton was not going to score more points than matthew stafford and like we knew that they weren't going to run the ball to match our offense so that's kind of what it felt like to me i don't know if that's just how we play defense this year is just let them run but i you know i i like our defense and hey if the bend but don't break uh like style is what we want to go with this year I think I mean it. It worked out so well so far. So hey, I mean, hard to complain. Next one here from Rams House. When it comes to Jalen Ramsey playing all over the field, how do you feel about that? Sure, he's making plays all over, but uh, but will it come back to bite us sometime when he isn't lined up on a, the number one receiver? Uh, we already saw that last year with uh, him not being on like Devontae Adams for a play or. Uh, one time, uh, we were playing the Bucks, and Mike Evans was—he uh, had Darius Williams on him and scored a touchdown. So we've already seen it happen. But you know, if you just put Jalen on the number one receiver, you're kind of limiting him a little bit. And you also—I mean, Darius Williams is a very good player, and you gotta—you gotta mix it up a little bit. So I, I like it. I like what the Rams are doing. Especially, I was a little bit worried about it, and, and kind of because of what you said. You know, like if the, they have a true number one. Why isn't Jalen Ramsey just on that guy? But the way that Ramsey played in week one, I think that he's getting more use this way than if we just put him in just shadow the number one receiver. So I'm actually all about how this is working out. And here from Rams house again, favorite play from Rams versus Bears. Ooh, I should have thought about this one, man. Um, You know what? I'll actually say the, the, the touchdown pass to Robert Woods. They're near the end. Uh, where where Stafford was, he was getting some pressure, kind of stepped up, kind of avoided it a little bit, threw it maybe a little bit high, but hey, it still counted, so who cares, and then Bobby Tree's able to get both of those feet down, the celebration was perfect, he goes slams the ball down right where he tapped his toes and stuff, that was pretty sweet, So um, yeah, I think that was my favorite play, and I I could not kick it from my brain that, like in my brain it just it i could not get it out where it's like if that was jared goff that's probably a fumble man like in instead it's a touchdown that's the difference between goff and stafford you know what i mean like that that specific play is the difference because who knows how that goes with goff maybe he does throw a touchdown too i have no idea we'll, we'll never know but uh that play right there was the play that i felt like it was like okay this is going to work like this is we got this. Like this this season's going to be good. I think next season's going to be better. I still feel that way. So yeah, man, that's that's got to be my favorite play. Still deciding, should I get a Bobby Trees jersey or a Jalen Ramsey jersey? You know what, guys? I think I need your help on this one as well. I think that we should vote on this one uh to see which Rams, uh, which jersey Rams House needs to get. I have my opinion here. I think it's Bobby Trees, man, because Rams House, if you guys watch his content, first of all, if you're not shame on you and then go over there right now and subscribe ram's house okay and uh then let him know or you can also watch his videos about talk about bobby trees he wears his bobby trees shirt a lot all right so i think it, it just makes sense you go with the bobby trees that number two i don't know if you want to go with the white the blue or the bone but I hey, those whites are clean dude those whites are so clean man it was awesome actually we were watching watching the game up at the b street ram cave and my buddy aaron had his bobby trees that white jersey on and i was walking rocking my white stafford this week i don't really wear jerseys that often but hey it was opener brand new quarterback brand new uh uniform it just it felt right it was prime time of course it just felt right I had to do it so i'm gonna go with trees if you guys have input drop it below uh when aaron donald retires if he retires (laughs) will the rams retire his number Ooh, that's a good one actually um I mean, he's a robot, so I don't know if he needs to retire. Um, that's one that very well could be a thing, because he's—I mean—he could retire right now, and I think he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer. So uh, he's had that kind of impact on the on the the league. I think that he's done such an incredible job. Um, one of the better defenders that this, this NFL has ever seen, man. I mean, he's working his way into like being a defensive Mount Rushmore guy. I mean, if, if he's not there already, I mean, he's, he's incredible. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely one that is possible for, for retiring of the number. Next one here comes from Dominic. Do you think Stafford beats the longest touchdown pass in franchise history record of 94 yards? Uh, which was, I believe, that golf pass, right? If I'm not mistaken, to to Woods against the the Texans when Rob Havenstein held the hell out of JJ Watt, <laughs> but it wasn't called, so it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I mean, hopefully we're not that far back very often, man. So hopefully we don't see that happen because I don't want to be back at the five yard line. How about we just get those uh those seventy yards, the sixty seven yarders again? How about we just keep doing that? Next one here from Rams House. Uh Rams house is reading the comments. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. <laughs> that's, that's fine though. Uh what's the deal with the PR and KR? Thought Tutu might might start in that role. Yeah, I think Tutu will eventually take over that role. I think it's because he's a rookie, uh just being young. I think we'll work him into that as as the season goes on. I'm not too worried about it right now though. And also, I mean, if we're just getting interceptions and stuff and stopping people on fourth down, we don't need punts. So, <laughs> we don't need to do the punt returner. Uh how many touchdown passes do you think Stafford will have this year? A hundred. Uh, I I put them, uh, I'm gonna guess about thirty-eight. I think that's what I've said before. How many fifty-yard bombs do we see this year? We've already seen the two, and that's amazing, man. Um, if we're gonna average this, we're looking at what thirty-four. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think we see that many. Uh, but hey, man, if we can get up to double digits with that, man, that would be that would be fuego, the fuegness uh next one here from dominic do you think we'll beat the bucks i do think we'll beat the bucks we're at home we beat them last year i think we're a damn good football team and you know i think that we're definitely better than the dallas cowboys who gave them quite a fit at in tampa bay so i think that that is something that the rams will be able to do i think that we can hit it pretty hard and i do think we beat the bucks the tampa brady gronkineers Next one here from Dominic. Uh, Who do you think we play in the Super Bowl this year? I like that question. (laughs) Um, You know, my my pick has kind of been Bills. I, you know, their week one. I don't want to overreact to week one, but I thought that they were going to look a lot better. I'll tell you that much. I thought the Chiefs were going to look better. Let's let's go ahead and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, because everybody's saying Rams, Bills. You know, that seems to be pretty common. Everybody's saying Rams, Chiefs. Everybody is like, "Uh, oh, we need a uh, the game of 2018." But they are such different teams now. I mean, our team is extremely different uh, from that 2018 game. So I wouldn't say it's like a like a sequel to that or anything. But. Who do I think will play in the Super Bowl? Let's go with the Cleveland Browns, man. Let's do it. Could you imagine a Browns-Rams Super Bowl? Could you imagine saying that the Browns and Rams are going to play in a Super Bowl in like 2009? <laughs> if, like, if in 2009 you were like, the Rams and Browns are going to play in a Super Bowl in 2021, I don't know why that's your voice for it, but either way, <laughs> it's uh, I, <laughs> nobody would believe you. I don't know that much, but hey, it's all good. And last question here comes from Ram's House. What is Cooper Cup's favorite beverage? Oh, that's a tough one. I should have thought about this one. Oof. Okay, let's see. Hold on. What does he like to drink here? Um. Oh, I should have had something prepared. I don't have anything prepared. Let's see. His name is Cooper Cup. He. We have the dog, Cooper Pup. Okay, I'm going to say with Cooper Cup, he's... He's a little bit of an eccentric guy, right? So we see, we've we seen him in those, like, the, the the uniform stuff when he's out there, like, playing basketball and, and like, checking the fridge and stuff like that. I'm going to say, and I don't know if this will make any sense at all, but he's a touch eccentric, but he's also, like, very adamant about being an athlete, and he's super athletic and stuff like that. Got cool hair. Not as cool as Les Snead. Cool hair, though. He's rocking a beard now. I'm going to go ahead and say that Cooper Cup's favorite beverage is... The Cucumber Lime Gatorade, which if you don't like, then, then I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I can't be mean about it. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's, the the quench is real there, man. If you're super thirsty, that's going to quench you, all right? And Cooper Cup, he knows about it too. <laughs> that is it for a fan case. Let's make sure you guys drop yours i dropped the, the the post on wednesdays so you can drop your comments there uh, to ask me a fan case so we did go a little bit over there but i don't even care because we're talking la rams football which is always a good time uh we also will be rocking out some some other shorter uh videos there will be more game preview stuff uh, looks like i'm gonna shoot for saturdays on those and then also got some other stuff i don't know if i'm allowed to announce it yet so i'm not going to uh some other stuff in some other places that we got going on a little branches of ram showcase a little shorter condensed episodes that we'll be doing that will be posted elsewhere though not here um it'll be uh i i can't say yet I, I can't say it yet because I, I i i'm not there yet but we will definitely be doing that Uh, Super soon For sure Probably this week Is when we'll We'll see that as well And uh, links will be Provided on the Ram Showcase uh, Social media pages So definitely Stop in there And check it out But thank you guys So much for dropping Those cases I do appreciate you guys We got the Rams And the Colts This weekend It's gonna be awesome We got Carson Wentz Playing against Carson Wentz He's not even A an Eagle anymore. I almost forgot where he got drafted, but he was almost a Ram. It didn't happen. He did go to the Philadelphia Eagles. We took Goff and traded Goff for Matthew Stafford. And now Stafford and Wentz Rams Colts. We didn't expect that to happen. Alright? No TY Hilton. Look out for Paris Campbell and uh Pascal and look out for Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. We got a good team that the Rams are going against in Indianapolis, but the Rams also a pretty good football team. If you guys haven't heard These Rams play uh, the football very well. Uh, But that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow the Rams Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Rams Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Rams Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Pretty simple stuff there. We got Rams, Colts this weekend. Make sure you guys enjoy it. It's going to be an absolute blast. We'll go live before the game that kicks off at 10 o'clock on Fox Make sure you guys check the distribution map on the Rams Showcase social media. But that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys have a great night.